Okay, we couldn't be more delighted than to have Jess Laurie with us. Um, she is an international bestseller. So many books, um, Jess, and we just read our very first one called Bloodline. Um, thank you for being on our show. Thank you for writing this amazing book. Donnie Love turned us on to you. We're, we're like fanning out right now. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I am fanning out. I love your show. I am so excited to be here. Yay! And you're from Minnesota, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, uh, born out west, but moved back here when I was six months old, lived here my whole life, live in Minneapolis right now. Yay! Well, we didn't know where the, your phone number was because it's out of town, um, so I was wondering if you live somewhere else, but this is just such a treat yeah, for us. Yeah, I'm so glad that the book landed well with you, too, because it's kind of a creepy thriller. So I'm glad the two of you enjoyed it. We do love psychological thrillers. It it probably, for reading, is our number one uh, type of book that we really like to read. You know, we like historical fiction. I mean, we really try and spread the love amongst a number of books. But Jess, we are thrilled to know you. I can't wait to read you know, your other books, and you were so nice to send us some of your other books, but um, tell us, tell us, give us the setup of the story, because it is, you know, you you start at the beginning of the book, this is based on a real event or one part of it, so you describe. Yeah, so I grew up in Painesville, Minnesota, that's where I went to uh, high school, Uh, lived there from second grade until I graduated, and uh, there I knew in the background about a boy who had gone missing in Painesville in the 1940s. And so, of course, back then they didn't have the milk cartons and the Amber Alerts, um, but it became a very big deal statewide. And the boy was never found. And so I always had that story in the back of my head. And then as I as I started deciding what to write next, I thought, you know what, I kind of want to explore that and, and maybe bring some attention back to it because he might still be out there. And so I started with that with that kernel of the of the truth, but then I totally spun it into something <laughs> completely weird. Uh, the book is set in 1968. It features a reporter named Joan, and she moves from Minneapolis to basically a fictionalized version of Painesville. And um, she realizes the boy's gone missing, and then creepy stuff starts happening. It's so good, and, and it's so good. And Jess, I have to say that um, a good friend of mine, his family owns the Bugby Hive Resort in Painesville. <laughs> and, oh, for sure. And and I mean that place is a classic gem of a you know kind of an old timey minute. But I remember going to Painesville and just going, what a darling little small town town. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I don't know if they'll let me back in anymore after this story. <laughs> it's, it's it's twisted. It's it keeps you going. It keeps you on the edge of your. It seat. has a flavor of Rosemary's Baby in it, which I quite liked. And I have to tell you, Jess. So okay, we get the book, and I think okay, I this read is it. Hysterical. I read it between. I think I read it <laughs> New Year's weekend or between Christmas and New Year's because we I just finished had first, and Lori finished the book. The book we had earlier in the week first, and so then she's yeah. like, "This is so good," and I'm like, "This is so good." Yeah, we both are reading yeah. it at the same time. So I'm reading it. I'm in bed, and I'm. Reading in all of a sudden, a black and white photo, <laughs> a fo- clearly like of the fifties, and I'm like going, "Why does this look like my niece Teresa?" 
Oh, no. Okay, with long hair, it's a doppelganger of my very, the first niece I ever had in my life. She's, you know, an mm-hmm. older niece now. But, I mean, I was like 19 when and she so was born. And so Laurie comes in today. No, I said, oh. to, I said to Casey the next morning, and I, I had the picture, and I had it by my fingertips. I go... Do you think it's weird that this book <laughs> had this picture and oh, it's niece? kind of this kind of a cool, creepy story and she looks like my niece? I mean, <laughs> what is this? And he goes, you better ask the author. <laughs> <laughs> well, the rights to the book is set in 1968. And so I came up with the idea of doing like quirky little uh, kits around it. And one of them was I found I found actual photos from the 50s and 60s and stuck them in as bookmarks. So that actually could be, although your nieces would not have been alive back then, I'm no, sure. But, but, no, it, but, but it freaked Lori out so bad. And so today she said, I, Julia, I can't wait to ask, ask, ask about this. And I said, Lori, she goes, it's so weird. I had this in my book. And I'm like, Lori. <laughs> we all did. We all did. <laughs> <laughs> if you were just joining us, we're talking with Minnesota's author, Jess Lori. Is it Lori? Lori. It's Lowry. You pronounce it okay, perfectly. Okay, Lowry. Bloodline is the new book. How many books have you written? Because you've got so many different genres you've covered. Yeah, I've written 20 books. Bloodline is my 20th. I am embarrassed that we did not know about you. Have you tried to get on our show before we said no? (laughs) (laughs) Right, you said you guys are, yeah, you're you're too good for me. No, I haven't tried to get on your show because like most Minnesotans, I'm an introvert and I just sit at home and I write books. Wow, you're good. So So Bloodline is the book. If people just want just a fantastic thriller. thriller. Mm -hmm. And I I didn't figure it out. Yeah, I didn't either. And also, also Jess, I think uh, the interesting thing of this book, too, even though you don't call it this or whatever, but there is, I think, in, in like the beginning dating, let's say the first six months or within the first year, you know, people are in orgasmic hazes <laughs> and to say that. No, but they're <laughs> in orgasmic hazes and it's easy for people to pretend there's something that they're not because you really don't know them that well. Really. Right. And Joan kind of she's in an orgasmic haze uh for her boyfriend who she follows back to Lilydale. Uh, you know, uh, and I was just like, and then she really is like, kind of has these realizations of how well does she know him. Right. And we've all been there where yes. you want it to be, you want the whole package, but part of you is, is whispering something is a little bit off. And so, yeah, we have all been in that position. It's, yeah. it's something. Because anyway. that was a very relatable thing about Joan and then also, you know, her ambition. And I love that she had her buddy at the Star Tribune, you know, know. kind of helping her unlock mm-hmm. this mystery that she's really stumbled into that she might be the center part of. I We just loved it. And we want to know, do we? who do we need to tweet? Who would you like to produce this <laughs> this uh, book of yours into a eight-part miniseries? That's how Lori's well, spending her time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will I will take the help. This is the first book, actually, that I've sold the rights on. And so the TV rights to this sold before the book came out, even, um, which is such a thrill for the small-town girl. But as you know, then they now need a star to sign on and a producer and a writer and all that good stuff. So that's in the works. Okay. okay but it is- wasn't... So it has been optioned. Part of my job is done. Now we just have to get the <laughs> casting and... Um, <laughs> but was it Reese? Was it Reese Witherspoon? Witherspoon? Like, do you, can you say what? Who bought it? 
I it was uh I don't know if I can say it, but I'm gonna say okay. it was 20th Century Fox. Oh my god! This is so exciting, Jazz. This yes. Was- this will be such a good creepy um, six part, eight part, eight part, eight, eight, uh, eight part series. Yeah. Yes, and then wouldn't you love to see it? I would love that so much. Oh, oh my gosh! Okay, okay. And so now, what is that? Who, who, what is that? What happens when that happens to you? I mean, do you get a check? Yes. Do you? What happens? So this is this is my first rodeo, and it just happened a few weeks ago. And I'm pretty sure I'm not supposed to talk about it, but I'm so excited about it that I am gonna. Okay. I'm obviously talking about it. So they option it, and then the crew at 20th Century Fox is my understanding uh, finds a writer to sign on, or a director, or a producer, or an actor. Mm-hmm. And then once they get that person, it's sort of snowballs, and they and they create a pilot. Is my understanding? It's good. So yeah, you. If you folks can get me some, um, give me some people to sign on. That'd be wonderful. Oh my! Lori has been looking for an acting job. Well, maybe she can be one of the older ladies. No, but I'm, I'm, I, I'm always casting in my mind. You know that, or out loud on the radio. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this really would. I wonder if they'll make you change the title because Bloodline was the name of that move, that, that TV, TV series with uh, Sissy Spacek and Kyle Chandler. Right? Was it on Netflix? Yes, I, yes. I've never seen it. Yeah. Yes. I heard about that afterward. I heard it's a great show, but I bet you're right. They would have to change the name. That's, that's okay. Too, you can handle that. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I'm fine, <laughs> fine with okay, that. Okay, this is just, you, you know, it's just so fun. And you, you've written so many young adult historical fiction, fantasy, thrillers, and suspense. Because mm-hmm. the book before this, in Unspeakable Things, looks so darn good. Yeah, that one was actually my breakout book. That one came out last January, and it hit the Amazon charts best-selling uh, best-selling list internationally. And it was yeah, I was so I was so honored. Um, but yeah, I do write across genres because you got to follow the story, so you don't get so you don't get bored as a writer. Right? Do you have something you're working on now? I am working on something now. I'm in the edit phase. It's it's uh, tentatively called Litany, and it's a fictionalized version of. Do you do you two remember Jordan and Jordan Minnesota in 1983 when all of that terrible yes. stuff went down? The, the sexual okay, so, abuse. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's a, um, I, I researched that deeply, and I was I I walked away struggling with how uh, little voice the children of that time were given, mm-hmm. and so I'm fictionalizing their version of of what that would have been like. Do you just get it and, and go in old libraries and get the microfiche out and find? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much research. I haven't microfiche since the pandemic, but okay. yes, I've absolutely done, <laughs> done that. that. Tell That's us such a, a great word to say. It is. Microfiche. It's like efficacy. <laughs> we learned to love the sound of that word this year. Efficacy. <laughs> microfiche. That's a good word. <laughs> it is. Tell us about your, your, I'm interested about your nonfiction book that you wrote called Rewrite Your Life, Discover Your Truth Through the Healing Power of Fiction. Yeah, I wrote that one as a, as a, um, sort of a spinoff of my TEDx talk. And so in um, on, on 9-11, actually, my first husband committed suicide and I was pregnant and it was just, as you can imagine, my whole world um, completely shattered. And what got me through that, because because I was pregnant, I had to try to keep my blood pressure down. So I needed mm-hmm. to calm myself down. And so I started writing. That's when I really started writing and wow. it kind of saved me and that's that's what my TED talk is about how even if you don't want to be a writer how how powerful writing can be to connect with people to heal us 
Um, and then the Rewrite Your Life book shows people how to do that step by step. Oh, oh my wow. Gosh. I didn't know that. I want to watch, listen to your TEDx talk now. Jess Laurie, if you're just joining us, the book is Bloodline and you spell Laurie, L O U R E Y. How tragic. Yeah, I, you know, I still haven't watched my TEDx talk because who likes to see themselves on TV? But yeah, but yeah, it's out there. It's out there. Yeah, it is. And then, yeah, it, it is kind of amazing. Um, the power of fiction, of reading, of writing, of all of that. And I, I think yeah. people have, you know, kind of discovered that this year, too, again. And that could be why book book sales are exploding. You know, I bet you're right. I bet mm-hmm. you're right. We're all stuck at home to varying degrees. And just we have to look for things to soothe us and also to stimulate us yeah and you know for us we really it it, we have all i've always loved the soothing psychological suspense mystery thriller (laughs) genre you know that i because maybe it's something about well at least this isn't happening to me right there could be some of that good point that is such a good point. At least, this, I mean, it could be worse. And then at the end, there's justice. So it's yes. all tied up. Yeah, yeah, that's always, and this, you know, pretending everything is normal is, it's just yeah. a really, really good well book. Well written. Uh-huh. Um, and I, 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 we we're loved in love it. with you. We loved as it. We're an giving author. you a four out of four. We love, love. We're so. We want you to come to the fair. We want you in studio. <laughs> we want to meet you. We want to hold hands want, and hug. <laughs> I want all of that. Can we put on makeup for each other, yes, too? Yes, <laughs> we will do that. That sounds heavenly. Can you tell us, Jess, the last great book that you read? The last great book I read was uh, Blacktop Wasteland by S.A. Crosby. It's um, it's winning all the all the best of lists throughout, literally throughout the world. Blacktop Wasteland. It's really good. we got to get that author on. Yeah, get get his name is Sean. He's fantastic. Oh my gosh! All right, I've never, I haven't even heard of that. Well, thank you. We yeah. are we're writing it down, and we just want to thank you for um, being a great writer. Just being a great writer. We're just <laughs> we're just fanning up here, Jess. So it's so nice to meet another wonderful Minnesota author. Boy, do we have a lot of you, and it's been really oh. a treat getting to know a lot of. Uh, I feel like we've focus more on Minnesota authors during the pandemic than any other time. The book is Bloodline. Pick it up today.